It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And it's Carcone Carne. Welcome back to the Working Week. I'm James Van Ostel, and the show tonight, and really every night at this point, sponsored by CNH Financial Services. As business owners open back up to serve their communities, they're faced with a lot of challenges as they navigate through this new normal brought on by the coronavirus. CNH Financial Services, they're here to help. They offer a variety of products ranging from traditional merchant accounts to a zero-cost payment processing solution, which eliminates the expense associated with accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express as a form of customer payment. CNH Financial Services ETAP solutions, easy to set up for your business for online ordering and curbside pickup. CNH also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs, which can help get your business the money it needs to make it through these ridiculous, unprecedented borderline dystopian times to learn more contact cnh financial services at 855-600-2437 or go to www.chfs.us my guests tonight joining me from all corners of the greater chicagoland area it is ballroom boxer welcome gentlemen nice to see you all thank you nice to see you james and in our covid world you're all in your separate locations socially distanced which I know sucks, especially as you've got an EP coming out a week from Wednesday. I know you're probably itching to, to blow it up and do something massive, but here we are. <laughs> Absolutely. So the EP is called Joyride. You just finished recording this. Did you finish right before everything went to hell in a handbasket? Yeah, it was really weird. It was actually kind of during. So we wrote it uh, prior, but we were still editing and then went into the studio and we were there in late February. Uh, so we felt the kind of pressure come in. And when we emerged out of the studio, we were like, oh, COVID, we will never see each other again. <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> that was great. Did our best. It was great. Yeah. Can't wait to get this out if uh, music's still a thing. If, and it is. And uh, people can support you. They can listen to you. They can stream you. The EP is called Joyride. I've heard it. It sounds amazing. Um, I, I played the title track on Demo 312 on my radio show last night. Uh, I also like Lost in America. I'm going to play that this coming Sunday night on my show. Uh, kind of a dreamy sounding song. Tell me about Lost in America. Appreciate it. Yeah, we, you know, we kind of uh, bounced a little bit all over uh, with this EP. It made it as dynamic as possible. Um, I think for Lost in America, one thing that we we did a little bit different this time was that we actually kind of mapped out what the the sonic brushes would be of a song so we kind of had the framework down had an idea or a concept and then we just kept kind of riffing on it and building on it and then it became um as as you'll hear uh, on your show uh it became this this very kind of deep textured sound that um we just hadn't heard before so we wanted to try it out well, it sounds amazing. And so when this comes out, again, it's Joyride. The EP comes out a week from Wednesday. It comes out on the 30th. Streamable everywhere. Yep. Did you, yes, did you, go, the, you go the vinyl route for this one? You know, we didn't. Uh, not on this time. We still have uh, a lot of, uh, well, actually not a lot. We only got a few vinyls left from the full album, uh, Tides. And this go around, we did the, uh, the EP, but we have plans to make more music. And then uh, if that all comes together, that's going to be your 
use your illusion one and two on vinyl. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I get the reference. So how are you existing? I, this is such a tough time. I, I, I'd like to remind people as we're watching, as they're watching these interviews, how to support bands that can't get out and gig. How are you guys existing? What are you doing creatively? How are you moving forward as a band besides putting this album up? Or yeah, a big, a big thing for us is, is still writing, still doing music. So we all have kind of the, the home recording setups. I know, Dave, you've got the, uh, the drum room going. How's, how's that right now? It's coming along. It's coming along. I got a little uh, carved out section in my basement that uh, uh, actually in a house I just moved into. Um, but yeah, it has kind of a dedicated space for the, for the drums. Actually, Mike, you, you just gave Dave up. He's part of the witness protection program uh, now. He's, <laughs> he's assumed a new identity. Yeah, please, it's so, Chelsea. Uh, so, so yeah, now the, mob, now the mob can find him. So it's on you. Well, you know, we, uh, we had to start somewhere and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he can duck. He can duck and get out of that situation. Just go into the drum room. You just got to insulate it. Here's the thing about creating band bios and taglines. If you say something clever or outrageous enough, it's going to follow you forever. You're the Bill Murray of rock and roll. That's something you created for yourself. You have a song called Bill Murray. So based on you being the Bill Murray of rock and roll, is Joyride your lost in translation? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I got I to lob that up. Jared, you got to take on that? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um I don't really know. I don't want to. I don't want to pigeonhole us into one of the Bill Murray's movies here. Um, it's at least a Ghostbusters, right? I mean, yeah, but is it one? Is it two? We just don't know. I mean, it could be <laughs> any of them. Uh, no, I mean, right now it just feels like everything's Groundhog Day. Uh, kind of. Yes. <laughs> everything's the same every day, but uh, you know, we're we're making the most of it here. We've been. Uh, it, it was an interesting process to try and put this stuff together, especially when I think we locked down. Um, I think literally the weekend after we finished physically recording was when at least here in Chicago, things just completely came to a halt. Yeah. And so we've been just kind of like staring at the wall for, you know, however long and then trying to actually get through this process, which has been, uh, it's been something. And of course at that time you're thinking, well, we'll be good by mid April. No sweat. Right? Yeah. Right. A couple of weeks. We'll emerge from our cocoons. We'll, we'll do our thing in mid April. Fast forward. Yeah, to- we were, we were- I mean, we were hoping it was going to be March. I, I had tickets down to uh, South by Southwest and yeah. and Austin, and we ended up going down, but uh, it you know obviously got canceled. Uh, so and we we played down there before, um, but it was really interesting just you know seeing everything heat up and then and then come back uh, to basically an empty airport and then on lockdown for six months. Yeah, it basically looks like the Langoliers when you show up. It's very <laughs> odd. So you talked about writing while under while in lockdown has this been a creatively fertile time because i know with some artists with songwriters musicians some of them have had a hard time finding that spark finding that inspiration when when every day is groundhog day sometimes it's hard to dig and find that stuff but not for you guys i think we just got lucky right we got lucky where we were actually going into the studio with uh, quite a bit of creative inspiration and for us, at least over over the last couple of months, we've we've kind of kept that momentum up of, hey, how do we keep working, keep creating? Because the way that we've talked about it, um, you know, over the past couple of weeks is really, you know, with COVID, you you have this app that's running like running in the background that you don't realize. So you don't realize that you're under pressure and under kind of this 
anxiety, even yeah. if you're kind of calm and not doing anything. From a creative standpoint, I think now that we've identified it uh, as something, we've put a name to it, we know it's running in the background, we're able to kind of uh, apply that uh, inspiration or that pressure or that anxiety into our, our kind of creative outlets. That's incredibly well said. And I love that metaphor, the app running in the background. <laughs> That makes so much sense to me. And one way I heard it described, which has stuck with me for the past couple of months is we're in this period of collective trauma. Right. Right. When, when else can we yeah. say that we all were experiencing something across the world at the exact same time? Yeah. It's nuts. Let's talk a little bit about video creation. Cause I, I swear, I, I feel like this, this is the time when artists can really go to town and do some interesting stuff on video because everyone's at home if they can't play on a stage, maybe they can express themselves creatively. I love the video for County Jail from a few years ago, which, by the way, is an unrecognizable world right now. Right. Yeah. Ferris wheels, the, sad, the slides, right? everything. It, it, it seems like alien territory. Um, tell me about videos. Is that something you want to keep blowing up? Is that something you want to blow up as it pertains to Joyride? Absolutely. Yeah, we actually have one for um, Lost in America that's going to be coming out in the next few weeks that we're excited about. That's another go goodie that uh, I think it's it's gotten us to flex our creative muscles. We also like to do a lot with social. I think uh, uh, over the past couple of years, we've looked at uh, different mediums. Uh, obviously, you see things like TikTok blowing up with uh, certain kind of video uh, and, and, and dance, really, right? And our music, I think when we were even writing Joyride, we were like, how are we going to write this kind of like locked in drum beat that you could actually move to? And even with Lost and Someday, it's like, well, it's a lot slower and it's got that ambiance to it. Like it's another one that you can you can kind of put your hands up to and, and, and rock a little bit. Uh, Clarissa on the Facebook Live just mentioned something. I truly had no idea. I don't know if you guys planned it this way when we scheduled this. Today's Bill Murray's birthday. 70 years old. Oh, I, didn't I know that actually. <laughs> Talk about being a social media, uh, you know, savvy. We should have uh, we should have popped out something uh, in particular for Bill Murray, but that's right. You know, in true Bill Murray fashion, it would be cool if he just popped up in one of the Zoom windows right now. It oh. seems like, <laughs> you know, how he just shows up randomly everywhere. It'd just be fun. Oh, Bill has entered the chat. Here he comes. I heard. Uh -huh. I did. Uh, I did hear from a uh, a film producer that the only way to book Bill Murray is to call a. 1-800 number and leave a message. I don't know if that's true, but uh, I've heard similar stories too. It's very Chuck Norris. Like you don't contact right. him. He contacts you. <laughs> you guys are, you're a Chicago band. You're, you're ballroom boxer. Interestingly, you're not from Chicago. You're from, you're all from Ohio and you, do you, do you not know each other in Ohio? No, we, we, we didn't. Well, Dave and I are brothers, so I've known him for a while. <laughs> Makes sense. That's true. But yeah, no, Jared, we met in Chicago um, via Craigslist, you know, the, the safe way to meet friends. Uh, so actually Craigslist is, it's pretty decent for bringing musicians together. Um, they, they've tried to make a bunch of different apps. They don't seem to work super well. So I just responded to a Craigslist ad wanted for a guitarist. And I went into some creepy back alley, or at least what I perceive to be back alley. It's just their back porch. But and, and, you know, but when, it, when it's dark out and you're carrying a guitar to meet people you've never met before, you're like, I'm definitely getting robbed. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, did the tryout. And then, I don't know, that was what, seven years ago? And here we are. And how would you describe your relationship with the Chicago scene? Has this been a, a supportive environment coming up in the past seven years? Yeah, definitely. 
I think, um, yeah, I mean, from kind of our first couple of shows till now, we, we still know the same people. The, the people that have booked us have kind of propelled us along as we've grown as musicians and as a band. Um, so, yeah, it's, I love it. Love, love the Chicago scene for sure. As we're doing this, it was a couple days ago that uh, the metal band Varaha did that really powerful video showing all. Did you guys see this? Uh, all the interiors of all the shuttered Chicago music clubs, all the music yeah. venues, uh, all the dark rooms that there are right now. Uh, fantastic video and worth checking out after you're done with this uh, podcast. But that leads me to the, the question of what are some of your favorite club moments? What were some of your favorite local shows? Oh man, I don't know. We, you know, we we've got a soft spot, I think, for uh, Shubas has definitely been kind of one of one of our go tos uh, quite a bit. Obviously, playing the the outdoor fests are like really really fun, just because Chicago is known for those black parties. Um, so that's that's one. I think for me, probably, I'd go back to even some of the touring bands that come into like Subterranean or playing a Lala after show. I mean. It's, it's been amazing to get with some of the touring acts that we've gotten to open for and then befriend them. And then every time they come back, no matter how big they get, they keep kind of calling on you, which is awesome. That is awesome. Okay, so September 30th, one week from Wednesday, Joyride is the new Ballroom Boxer EP. We can listen to it then. A video for Lost in America on the way. Uh, thank you guys are great. Thank you for hanging out tonight. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, James.